Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Max's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And that mole. Sipping on that mighty mole, obviously. First things first, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. We forgot that the episode came out the day after Mother's Day, so we should have planned that a bit better. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, if if we if we had recorded on Friday, I think it would have been more. We would have known. Yeah, we yeah. recorded much earlier in the week. Than much we earlier. Yeah. But you know, when you get celebrated enough, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to start. What's going to be a very interesting episode, I believe. Yeah. Oh, actually, before we do that, second thing, second, Triple H had to retire from wrestling. Nobody cares. Rest in peace. He's not even uh, dead. Triple H. Triple H. I, I was going to say, is he dead? He's not dead, but he had he, he has he was having heart surgery, which means he can't wrestle anymore. Mm. Even though wrestling game, king of kings, the cerebral assassin. Even no wrestling is fake. It's not fake. It's choreographed. Okay. As is every other show you watch on TV. Okay. But you don't say that's fake. That's fake. That's fake. You just say, oh, it's TV. Sure. Sounds like I touched the nerve, fam. Anyway, WrestleMania weekend is, I think, around the corner, actually. So, it should be good. Anyway, let's get into it today. I think Mo's in the hot seat this week. Yeah, I think I'm in the hot seat. Yeah. And you know what? I thought of two questions today, and I'm conflicted as to which one I should ask. Drop both. Drop both. Cool. First things first. Can I go Um, first? Yeah, yeah, you go first, yeah. (laughs) Well, you could have done, done, like, you drop your first one, Peter drops his, and then you go Let's sandwich it. Let's sandwich it. In the middle of it, Fam, nah, so nah, nah, nah. you go ahead, man. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my original question was going to be um, if we look at the story of Noah and the flood, you know, mm. we see an example of God clearing out all the sin that was in the world, yeah, um, and starting it over. So, my question is if we have that example of the clearance of sin, why didn't God just do a whole reboot and just clear everyone out and then recreate another just a fresh set of sinless humans and, and do that? Um, at the end of Noah, God it mentions that God relented and he said he wasn't going to. It does say specifically he's not going to destroy the earth by water. And so the rainbow is a, is a sign of his um, covenant to not destroy the earth by water again. Um, no, my, so, so, so my question is, why didn't he wipe before out before the flood? Noah, why not? Noah and his family as well, and just have a fresh Because oh, I think um, PP mentions this a lot whenever we're speaking about Noah and that the, the wording used for Noah um, um, represents per- perfection. And, and represent perfect, yeah. Yeah. And there's the notion of it being potentially genetic perfection in that the rest of the, of the civilization had mixed with the fallen angels and stuff. And so there wasn't a purity within that bloodline. Um, that there was the impurity whereas like humans had mixed with with angels if you're listening to this and you're thinking what where how did we get here Um, it speaks about um, the sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men and when it speaks about that that was way before Israel was um, like almost um, named the the sons like um, the children of God almost or through Abraham and so they weren't quite associated with that covenant language just yet. 
And so the, the general understanding is almost, I say general, it may be contested. Um, but the, the understanding notion that Pierre and myself are going by is that the, um, the sons of God uh, represents um, angels. Um, because it specifies the daughters of men and the sons of God. So there is that distinction. Um, and I do believe there is some agreement there in terms of commentaries and stuff as well. So yeah, there, there was that separation in terms of um, purity, genetic purity. And it also goes back to Genesis, I believe it is in Genesis, the garden, I believe, in that even though God had stated that if you eat of the fruit, you will die. He didn't come down and just slaughter them, but there was almost this redemptive plan from the beginning. And I believe that that's all part and parcel of the redemptive plan where Noah almost um, foreshadows Jesus in that they were in baptism in that they were saved through water um, like humanity died in the water and a new humanity came out of it. Um, and that, that signifies baptism. Um, so I believe that that forms part of the redemptive story, um, why everyone just wasn't wiped out. And then he formed a new person from clay. Um, Cause arguably if he did that, then he could have done it with Adam and Eve, just kill them and then form another two from clay and then just keep it moving again. But I also feel like it, it shows God's commitment um, to us um, in that, yes, even Noah was a drunk afterwards doing his thing. Um, it's wild, though, because he, he got drunk twice. And it's almost like in Christianity, he's just been labelled a drunk. Um, in some of the circles, family, it, it said that he got drunk twice. And to be fair, you've just survived the flood. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock you. Man, you the pint. You know, like that. I wouldn't knock you for having a couple of drinks. Um, but he's just been slapped with he's a drunk. Um, but even going with that, um, he wasn't perfect in that moral sense. Um, if we went with the notion of he was a drunk. So yeah, I still I believe that it falls back into God isn't necessarily he's trying to wipe off um or sin and stuff like that. As soon as there's a speck of sin in you, he's killing you and starting off, start, starting afresh again. But I believe it forms into the, the redemptive um, story and narrative that has been playing out ever since at the garden. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be my answer. I'm not sure if Pierre's got something to add to that. I mean, I don't disagree. I think it's, yeah, that's, that's a perfectly good answer. I'd probably just add a couple of things. One, if God had done, you know, carte blanche, create everything new, wipe everything away, he would be breaking his promise to Abraham. It would no longer be Abraham's line. Um, it would be a new thing altogether. Well, this Noah's before Abraham. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah Noah's yeah, before yeah, Abraham. Noah's before Abraham. Uh, so, I, yeah, yeah, he would be breaking, sorry, add the, well, the promise to Adam and um, Eve that the, well, in saying that the seed of the woman shall strike the head of the seed of the mm. of the snake, it's supposed to be someone from that lineage. If he's to create carte blanche, he will be breaking that promise. Mm. Um, and then also it is consistent why I mixed up with Abraham because Abraham challenged God on his destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and um, saying, 
if you find 10, if you find um, 50, if you find 20, and the trajectory seemed like it would be going down to if you find one, will you destroy? Mm. So it seems consistent that God would save the perfect, yeah. save the righteous out of yeah. the um, imperfect uh, under those circumstances um, and not punish them along with everyone else. So that there's a consistency in God's yeah. character. I see there. Um, and, and there's the even a consistency. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I wanted to add as well. There's even a consistency with um, with Moses when God was like, "I'm going yeah. to destroy the whole of Israel, but start again with you." Yeah. And so there's almost always like a remnant that God is like, "I'm not just yeah. going to start something afresh, but I'm going to work it through an actual person, an actual human being, um, and display my glory through you." But obviously, we know in Moses's case, he pleaded on their behalf. No, she's like, oh, swear down, cool. Let me just go build an ark. Um, but Moses was like, no, nah, like, let's, yeah, let's not do that. All right, who's going next? Robert, well, we'll go again. Second, second question. Oh, you don't want to go next? No. You don't want to be sandwiched in between me? No. A <laughs> <laughs> stern look on Peter's face now. <laughs> no. All right, second you know question. What? Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Peter, I, I, when I did the, the sorry not sorry clips last week, so what I do is I don't, I don't listen to the clips when I'm doing the visuals. I just slap it on and then just push it out because I trust that you've done a good job. And then I'm playing it, and then I hear Robert, are you ready for me? Yes. I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like what? No, I had to include that though. I had to include that. <laughs> I don't I remember debate. that happening. <laughs> I, no, I did debate when I was when I was cutting. I was like, "It's not part of the question," but I was like, it, "It's part. It's part of the general atmosphere of the question." It is. So it's worth it is. It. It yeah. is. And I, I felt I felt it was a good ad because if you don't listen to the podcast podcast and you heard that, that's almost like the the vibe and stuff yeah. that you get from it, and so it gives exactly. you it gives you a gist. But yeah, Robert. Yeah. Second question. Um, as a husband and have your household. How do you how how do you go about ensuring that um, your wife doesn't lose her individual personality um, as she plays the role of wife and mother, um, which which um, people like you to talk about it being very difficult to mm. be themselves once children come and have wife duties and da 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 da. Yeah, um, that's that's actually been really hard to navigate. Um, it's been really hard to navigate. After Leia was born, um, James had a cesarean and she was out for a long time. Um, there was further complications with both her and, and Leia. And so the recovery process took much longer, much longer. It also meant that she was housebound for the most part of the time. Um, yeah, I was still going to work and she was just at home taking care of Leia and stuff. And so for the most part, she did feel as though her identity and everything about her just revolved around um, taking care of the kid, taking care of Leia. Um, so I think it's, <clears throat> and I was oblivious to it. I was just, oh, you've just given birth. So you're doing what mothers do after when they give birth to take care of the kid. Um, but it, it took conversation. It took 
her being vulnerable with me to say, yo, like, this is how I'm feeling. Um, and even she did it in hindsight. Like, I think it was, it was like a year or two before she, she mentioned it. Um, and even with Noah, it was the same. I think um, facilitating space for her to, to exist outside of just the responsibilities that she's got, which, which includes practical stuff like, um, so I try as much as possible to do night feeds um, so that she can, she can sleep and rest and recuperate. Um, if she is expressing that obviously like would have the, the bottle in the fridge, would have like a flask of hot water. And so as soon as baby wakes up, it can just warm it up in the hot water, give it to her. And I'm just like, yo, you've had a long day, sleep, recuperate. As she's awake, just doing little things like her going on walks, stuff like that. Um, just, just giving her space to be able to exist outside of those responsibilities, encouraging stuff like um, hobbies and, and um, stuff that she wants to do, um, stuff like that as well. Um, so yeah, I, th I think it's facilitating space for her to exist outside of her responsibilities and doing as much as I can to not just um, leave all of the weight of the responsibility on her. Um, just be like, oh yeah, you just, you're just breastfeeding it. Like just, just, yeah, like I try as much as possible not to do that. Um, and so, yeah. It, it's breastfeeding. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'd rescue. Yes, yes, like that is possible. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think with with Noah, it, it was a it was much better than with Leia because we had had these conversations like these had come up and we had become aware of it, and so we had had these conversations. So when Noah came, there was a bit more room to. To maneuver and I think um allowing her to exist outside of you outside of the house so whether it's like meeting up with friends or whatever like that as well um so that she can have that space and and sometimes obviously she's gonna go with the, with the baby blah 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 that's that's still cool um the, the space doesn't have to be like this is just my time um that is beneficial but also just recognizing that that's like practically that is isn't always going to be possible um so yeah but just facilitating space for her to exist in a different facets if your wife likes going out and meeting up with friends and stuff still creating spaces for that to happen even if it is her friends coming down and then them not going somewhere to do stuff as opposed to her going to meet them then yeah facilitating that as much as possible i hope i hope that's practical enough yeah that sounds good anything you want to add peter yeah no, no, no. That that's that's on point. I think the other thing is the the woman, the wife, the mother needs to want to do that. Mm -hmm. I think I mm -hmm. think ladies can get into a, also. I don't want to blame society. Ladies can get into a a place where not not to say they idolize mother, but they fail to see past the fact that that isn't the entirety of who you are, yeah. and it's actually detrimental if that is. The entirety of who you are because then yeah. your kids only have a mother and what else are they to aspire to mm. other than being a mother you know and it's a great thing it's an important thing it's an amazing thing but I think a fuller 
representation of who you are as a human being yeah. is more beneficial to your kids for them to see oh no I, I I can be a mother but then I can also be an artist or a yeah. um a professional or whatever especially in a day and age now where both parties are maybe working both parties are maybe mm. contributing or in a position to contribute to the financial needs of the house yeah um I think it's important that the woman also presents a full understanding yeah. of what it means to Facts. be woman mother wife individual so yeah 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 I, I, think I, like, yeah, I really i really like that as well because there's the there's a, the, a book um marriage sex and the glory of god where the guy mentions if your wife sees herself as a mother before a wife like you're flopping essentially yeah yeah because she's a wife before a mother yeah so if she's if she would readily recognize herself as a mother before a wife, then like the emphasis you need to put in some work. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out where the lack is or whatever and try to put in some work. Um, always making her feel like because biblically she should be a wife before a mother. That that is that is the trajectory that it should go down. Um, and so her role is much greater and her role is much greater than just a, like a wife or a mother and stuff like that. She, she's an individual. She's a child of God. You are yourself um, a child of God. Yeah. And so she is her, like she's herself. And so she needs to do that. And I guess, yeah, it goes without saying, as Peter says, she needs to want to do this. You just can't kick her out of the house and let go play. Like it's not gonna work. (laughs) It's not gonna work. Um, and so taking in her disposition as well. So I know that Dre like going out and stuff. Um, but in in another case where the person may be more wanting to stay at home, it may not be a case of going out to see friends, but it may be a case of hosting her friends at home. And then you're taking care of the baby as she's kind of hosting. And so it isn't she's having to stop to then go and tend to the baby. But no, that's like, no, go, go do what you're doing. I've got the baby. Um, stuff like that. So you, so you know your wife's temperament. You know her dispositions. You know what she's about. And it's, it's working with that. It's working around that to ensure that she still gets to be herself. And as Peter said, like, the, the children get to grow up seeing a fullness of who mom and dad is. Yeah. Um, and we don't just aspire to be mums and dads, even though we recognise the, the relevance and importance of that, but we still recognise that the best service we can do to our children is allowing them to see a fully actualised parent. Yeah. Nice, very nice. I'm happy with that. Peter, you, you wanted to go last, so go last you will. Cool. My question is... Um... Admittedly, it's a bit of a leading question, but how much is too much to spend on a non-essential item? Oh, how much is too much to spend on a non-essential item? As a Christian. As a Christian. Um, I mean, it's, it's very dependent on your, on your bank balance and your, your working situations and stuff. Um, if... I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even say it depends on your status as well, because even if you're a pastor or whatever, but you you worked to earn that money, then the money is yours to spend it however you see fit. Um, I think the how much is too much, it becomes 
too much when it uh, it becomes detrimental to the um to the survival of your family okay or to the survival of those dependent on you and so if like you've got the last 10 pound in your pocket and it's like oh i actually want to buy x when i know that um my family is like my child needs nappies or whatever that is irresponsible okay um and if it's a non-essential item or whatever then that is that is that is irresponsible i believe um but if you've if it's just quote-unquote surplus money where you've got thousands in the bank account and i want to buy i want to go buy this i want to go buy a ps5 then it's just like oh cool i like i've got the money and no one is going i'm not being an unwise steward over my money because i have got money and it's, Mm -hmm. it's in different pockets savings everything's done there's I want to get this, so I'm gonna get it. So yeah, I think the kind of the thing that I'll kind of put around it is so long as those who are around you, who are dependent on you, including yourself, mm. aren't suffering or aren't negatively impacted directly because of this purchase, in terms of the lack of that it's going to create, then it's cool. So then sort of as a follow-up. Was that a setup? It was. <laughs> why Why are we sort of, I say we, but why is the general consensus one of um, being uncomfortable with yeah. people like a T.D. Jakes or Carl yeah. Lentz or Joel Osteen mm-hmm. having extravagant houses and cars and shoes and watches? Yeah, haters. I think, I think... The, the question there, and I, I know for sure my question in there has always come from where are they getting the money from? Um, is it coming from tithes and offering? So I can um, I, I, I can't say explicitly, but because I haven't looked at the numbers, but mm. at least in terms of TD Jakes and I think Carl and I'm not sure. In terms of TJX, at least there's his movie business, there's his mm-hmm. book deals. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the money is not from the church. Yeah. And what, from an immature perspective, when you see a, a pastor with money, you automatically think, oh, he's getting it from the congregation. Book. It's a collection book without recognizing that. For like for the most part, some of these guys are very entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Either writing books, or as you said, they've got businesses on the side and they're they're doing movies and stuff like that. Even um Lecrae has got multiple businesses. And so when he's buying, it's like he's not, I mean, he's he's a record artist, um, he's a music artist, and so it's not like he's he's getting collections from people, but he's got multiple businesses which is funding this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, again, even even if it's just selling books, these pastors have got an, a, um, a stream of income that, from an immature perspective, we are unaware of, and we're just see. I, I was just seeing it as, oh, you're getting the money from the people, and that's where for me the judgment came in. Um, but I think it's a double-edged sword because if you if you're not only being very free, very liberal with your spending but you're then 
presenting a sort of prosperity gospel that then puts you into murky waters um, because your financial excess is not particularly evidence of God's blessing on your life. Yeah. And so that's, that's where it gets into murky waters where you're just like, if you're, if you're equating and like, by all means, God's like the financial blessing may be an indication of God's blessing on your life. Mm -hmm. But if you then roll that out as a blanket theology, like this is how God blesses us. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing this, then there's something wrong. Then you're in murky waters. And that's where I'll start questioning, not so much your spending, because I'm like, that's, that's between you and God, but the theology you're spewing as, as, as a result of where God has, has blessed you or where God has placed you. Um, and I think we sometimes lump the theology with the lifestyle we see the person and not just condemning the theology, but condemning the lifestyle as well. So throwing the baby out of the bathwater. So I think in being in business and running business and stuff like that and recognizing that, yo, like, it is business. I do need to charge. It's a service. And if I value the service that I'm putting out, I need to, that needs to be reflected in the price. Um, I, I am less quick to just be like, oh, what are you doing with your money? It's your money. You can buy a Ferrari if you want. It's yours. But if you then start preaching your experience as doctrine, that's when I'm just like, ah. That's good. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Also, I might just want to add that, um, you know, as well as all these people having these multiples of income, I'm sure all of them are in some way giving back to, to their communities in some way as well. Mm. But I don't think people want to hear that. Yeah, and, I, I and, think, yeah. And for some people, no matter how much you give, it's not enough if you still got yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. If, you, if you're living in a mansion, you haven't given away enough. Um, mm. Unless you've taken a poverty vow, you're not a true Christian. Um, which, which again, which is problematic theology. There's a problematic, and again, I I use the word theology um, just to represent theology is, is just your understanding of God, understanding of the Bible. So even if you don't academically study or read books or whatever like that, just the way you understand who God is and communicate that that is theology. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've had conversations with people that I don't do theology. Yes, you do. As soon as you start talking about God, that's theology. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, that's a dope, dope answer. Yeah. Great. Okay. All right, let's get into the meat of the subject. And you know, it's a shame that we're recording this on Monday and it's not going out until next Monday. <laughs> it's, like, it's going to be like we're a whole week late. Well, yeah. what can you do? So, for those who don't know, as of recording today, as of recording today, yesterday was when the Oscars was. Um, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. First, I didn't even get it, so I had to go and look yeah. who, who um, G.I. Jade was. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I also didn't know she had alopecia. Because, um, yeah. you know, like, whenever, whenever you hear about um, Jada Pinkett Smith, it's because she's... <laughs> having an entanglement of what we're talking about oh. her marriage so anyway Chris um, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and her boldness um, which we all laughed at <laughs> and then he went up onto the stage went and gave Chris Rock a slap, slap. Oh. Hey. Mm. 
Reminded me of, of what um, a pimp named Slipback. <laughs> and he went to go sit down. He said, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. and, and obviously the internet got the internet. <laughs> yeah, there was having a jolly or good time with this story. Um, so I think let's Run the jokes first and maybe have a bit of a serious conversation afterwards. <laughs> run the jokes. <laughs> so run the jokes. So what do you guys think about the whole <laughs> application? Um, do you know what? Yeah, it's now let Peter go first. Cause I know that Peter was feeling strong about this one, but I, I don't have jokes about it. This is the thing. Uh, I, I know Robert, you wanted to go like a bit lighter first. I don't have jokes about it. I think I think it's it's misplaced anger and frustration, and I'm I'm saying that probably, or acknowledging I don't know the ins and outs of everything going on, but from my point of view, earlier on there were jokes about um, Will Smith's marriage and Jada Regina Regina Hall made made a joke about it. They were laughing. I thought you I thought you legit said vagina. <laughs> I legit thought you said vagina. <laughs> There was references to that, but um, no, Jaden Smith did that. You, you, stupid face, um, and and they were laughing about that, laughing about their, in my opinion, desecration of this, the the, the sanctity of marriage. Um, and Chris Rock comes on and makes a, not not it's not his best joke. It's not. It wasn't. <laughs> actually, maybe maybe this might be funny. Uh, I looked into, well, I saw someone mention that the joke could have been deeper because G.I. Jane was uh, Demi Moore. She shaved her head. But then she also cheated on her husband with a younger guy. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, there could be some meta stuff there. I don't know if that's what Chris Rock was reaching for. But it's like, it, it, it seemed like such an overcorrection and it seemed so out of character for yeah, someone that has yeah. built this, been very intentional about building this presentation of himself. You know, I'm the feelings guy and I apologize. And I, um, I, I, I never considered the weight of my actions when he was talking to uh, the first aunt Viv, when they did Ooh. that whole kumbaya nonsense and not, not kumbaya nonsense, but you know, he, he's, he's presented a certain image of himself and the fact that he did laugh like it wasn't, it wasn't so deep. It takes you a moment. It wasn't so cruel. I think maybe he knew about the alopecia. Maybe he didn't. Um, but then to then walk up and slap him, walk back and then go super thuggish. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. This is a guy who was um, not swearing in his lyrics. Keep my wife's name out your like. What, what are you, you know, what, what are you trying to present here? So it's, it just rubbed me the, the wrong way. I feel Ooh. like Will Smith is completely in the wrong, even if it was so offensive a joke. When someone, I think if someone verbally does something, you verbally respond. If they threaten violence, if they act violently, I'm all for a violent response. You guys know me, I'm down for a violent response. Um, but I feel like it was completely out of character. It was completely overcompensating. And really, Anita, Anita, Anita mentioned it. And I was like, oh, do you think it's real? I was like, yeah, I think it's real. I think Will is a puppet. And I think Jada is a devil. 
And that was my response. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, I don't have much in terms of anything funny to say. He, it rubbed yeah. me the wrong way completely. He, yeah, yeah. Because Jada was not impressed. Bill was which just, is fine. Which is fine. You know, and I you, think don't be. It's an it's a it's a joke at her expense. Yeah. You know, and you know, later on find out there's alopecia. I I find it hard to feel sorry for this entanglement woman. I really do. Yeah. But I think I think that's I think that's that's a. So I I see it as. I hear it from the perspective of I don't feel that much remorse as a husband from the perspective of the entanglement stuff and yeah. she said it with her whole chest i i, I had an keep saying it keeps talking oh. about how she loved tupac loves tupac like how are you saying that when we are married um, am i um, do you not in, in trees like in trees, do, you, do you not break me do you not break me at all you're just talking about this man who's dead it's like nah i have no yeah and, I, I should and so, preface yeah. this. So, sorry, but I should preface. I don't like. I don't like them being couple girls. I don't like Jada Smith yeah, at all. Yeah. So I should probably put that. There's there there is there is a, a a dislike for how she's going about different things, um, and that there, there is almost like a a question mark when it comes to Will Smith for me, in that I I know that he's trying to go around like the whole loving nice guy this and that um but th- there's a question mark but I, but I think there's something about getting to a point where you're just fed up with what with everyone your marriage <laughs> <laughs> everyone just thinking that they can weigh in some way somehow on your wife on situation on this on that and it's just like yo like, just, just stop. Just when, stop. When, when, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man, I keep cutting you off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, this is, this is how passionate you are about this. When you, because you don't saying, care, but you do care. No, no. I, what I think I, what I care about is what it's turned into where you, you know, you, you've gone split down the middle. Chris Rock was wrong. Will, uh, what, what, what I think I'm annoyed by is firstly, it's become about Will Smith. We're talking about Will Smith. Secondly, it's this whole thing of, yeah, you don't play with no one's family. You don't play with someone's wife. You don't play with this. this. When you start selling, you know, we talk about don't air your dirty laundry in public. When you start selling airing your dirty laundry in public, it's, it's fair game. Mm. It's fair game. It's, yeah, you're, you can talk about it, but people are paying Facebook, watch, whatever, to watch it. You're getting sponsorship deals. You're getting a good check to do that, to, to have all these entanglement talks, to put your whole business out there. Yeah. It's not, I, don't, I don't think it's like, you don't see anyone say that about Denzel. And then people point that Denzel out because Denzel said to him, oh, at your highest moment, the devil will come to you. When he went up there saying, oh yeah, the devil made me do it. And I'm being called by God to do something and do what? Shut up. But which which god are you talking about? And to begin with, because I don't know with you guys openness. And Wait, he said the devil this. made him slap. Well, he, 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 no, he said um, um, Denzel said to him, "At your highest moment is when the devil comes for you." Mm. Um, which 
fair enough. I'm not going to say anything bad about Denzel. My point was, you don't see anyone doing this about Denzel. Denzel gets, you know, he gets, he gets the, he gets the mick taken at him because of the lip thing and how he gets into character sometimes. And but he will laugh at it because it's fine and whatever. But he's not putting his stuff out there. He's not putting his stuff out there all the time. He's not making money off of putting himself out there in that way. And so you have nothing to say about him. You, on the other hand, your wife has come out about August. I don't know if August ever got slapped. If I was, anyway, um, she's come out about how she's sexually frustrated with you because you're not doing this. She talks about how she loves Tupac all the time. This whole weird thing with um, her daughter, Willow, uh, talking about sex with girls and boys and all of these things. And we are so progressive and open and we, no, it, it drives me crazy how they are lauded as the, the, the standard that you're supposed to aim to. No, no, mm. your kids are not supposed to be out of control. And I say that with, with, with full recognition that you really don't have that much control over them. God help me, I'm able to raise my kids better. But you're not, they're not supposed to be out of control. And you're not supposed to have this open marriage and you're not supposed to do all of those things and then claim God and claim you're a vessel of love. What kind of love? What, what, what? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so I think my thing with, with what you're saying, Peter, is that it's not Will Smith going out doing all this talking and all this stuff. It's, it's, it's his wife. Exactly. And he's having to play the part of a good husband and stand by her. A good husband, check your wife. Not, not to say check your wife like misogyny, but a good husband, you are the head of the household. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but a, good, a good husband wouldn't check his wife in the public eye. No, no. But if he checked his wife, she wouldn't continue doing the stupidness in the public eye. Uh, um, when there's money uh, 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 and this is the thing, and cloud this to be is heard. the thing exactly, which is why I don't respect. Nah, that. but 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 it, do you really think that Will Smith needs that Jada money? He's got a brand with her now. They're tired. They're tired. Yeah, do you know what? It's so I I I personally feel like Jada's hella problematic, hella problematic. Um. Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird little, it's a weird little mix car. Jada's just on this bad ways wave, two pack this and that, and that's not Will Smith. He's never been about that since like Fresh Prince life. He's he has he's he's dipped. Well, he wasn't bad boys one and two and bad boys for life. So, but <laughs> even then, he wasn't a bad boy. He was a player, and and he and he's he's never needed to be. Like he's he's if he he's 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 great for what he wanted to present, and and I think mm. he's great for what he represented initially. You know, Will Smith, young star, comes up. The Kumbaya stuff with the first Aunt Viv, I thought was cool, but even then, it's after all of this, and and it's like you're presenting that you are this family guy, you are this wholesome guy, you are this loving guy, and then on a dime after laughing, you're like, what thugger, like. Um, what was his name? Baby, put some respect on my name, sort of thing. Like, what was that? Oh, I, I, I'm just, I'm triggered. I'm this, this, this the thing that nah, broke but the. I mean, nah. I mean, it, it's it's consistent with being a family man because if you if if it's family over everything, yeah. If it's family over everything, like like the Godfather, like mafia, then I'm slapping August on site. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and 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 if it's family over everything, 
you don't laugh at the joke and then go do something about it. Yeah, it's coming over think... everything. August isn't sitting there saying, "I had a, I had a conversation with Will. We had an understanding." Fam, August made it. August made the song. He had he had Rick Ross as a feature. Are you mad? Then it's, it's Rick it's... Ross. Rick Ross was using your name as ad libs. Are you mad? Fam. <laughs> and and here's the thing. So this is why this is. For me, and I think it's because I hate bullies, but I feel like it's it's all of that. It's everything mm. come in and it's like, this is my moment to prove I'm, I'm the man and I'm standing up for my wife. So I'm going to slap this comic. And I think the thing that really annoys me is Chris Rock has his hands behind his back thinking that it's all a joke. I think when Chris Rock was like, oh, it's a G.I. Jane joke. It's, it's a nice one. Uh, when, when, when he made a joke, kind of laugh he saw that jada didn't like it oh that was a nice one anyway he's just moving on like mm. he didn't pursue it any further a comic if they want to go in can go in he didn't pursue it any further he's like uh oh smiling laughing hands behind his back you walk up slap him go sit down keep my wife's name out of your mouth like i feel like you you're frustrated with everything and anything else and i'm taking it out on this one moment Ooh. And I feel like it was it was completely disproportionate. It was uncalled for. It was a joke. It wasn't that much of a joke. It was one sentence. It was a small joke, really. It was it fell flat. It wasn't like oh the whole crowd were like laughing so hard and then you were triggered or you were laughing. You obviously saw it was funny in the moment, whatever. And then you're like oh no no no. It's almost like you're like ha ha ha. Sees Jade like oh sorry sorry Massa. All right, let me. How am I gonna fix this? Let's. What would Tupac do? Yeah, you know, but nah, nah, but there's been memes talking about um, Will slapped him, Tupac would have shot him. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the thing, this is the other thing is there's there's this real double standard because I don't think that warrants violence. It's it's this silly, right? In in so I I think if you have a dream and you're not aware of what the dream, you're not aware that you're in a dream, but you act a certain way, it's most likely that's how you act in real life. Mm. That's just my sort of um theory. And I've had dreams where the house is getting robbed. My house is getting robbed, right? And I see that the person robbing is just just wants something, something you know, material, like money or whatever. Not wanting to hurt anyone, just wanting some money. And at the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe that person's needing to feed their kid. You still, you still, you know, invaded my my privacy. You still broke in this, this safety in the house. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that person's desperate, you know, and at the back of my mind, that's it. But then the person has looked at my wife different. So this was in a dream. Like he wants to do something to her. And it's no longer, there's no desperation there. That's evil. Ooh. That's violence. And then in the dream, I switched and I wanted to kill the person. But it's like, I, I, I think violence, I completely agree with that, va- not agree, but I think violence is no. an appropriate result, re- re- response to violence. I completely believe that. If someone says something, if they're just words, and even if they're words really not with um, intent, I find it hard to justify slapping someone that uses the N-word around. Because it's ignorance, it's trying to get a rise out of me, 
I'll look at you weird. If I have opportunity to intellectually, I will insult you back. But I find it difficult to justify physical violence for verbal assaults. Wait, if the person kind. called you the N-word? Yeah. Yeah. If a white person called you the N-word, yeah. you wouldn't? Yeah. I find <laughs> it. No, I find it hard. I find it hard to justify. He said something and I responded with physical violence because... Hey. At the end of the day, if you're just using words, that's just an intellectual assault. Why am I resorting to physical violence as if I'm not on the same intellectual level with you? Me and you are different, but yeah, no, no, and 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 I see the tension. I completely see the tension, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even like, um, I wouldn't even so harshly. My response to if a white person called his wife an N word and he did that, my response to that would be very different. But Will Smith, it will still be, yeah, because I get it because of the nature of the word and the violence that is associated with the word. But at the end, it's just it's just ignorance. It's yeah. just racism yeah. and it's just evil, whatever. I find it hard to justify violence in response to verbal or physical things. I really find it hard. But in this case, because, uh, and yeah, because of who it is, I'm completely biased and I don't care. But yeah. Yeah, because I was just thinking now and I was like, yeah, there, there could have been, in terms of verbally, could have easily just been like, well, take it easy now. Let's move it. Like, it could have said something. Because if he was close enough to be able to walk on stage and slap this guy, and I'm sure that, and even to shout, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, and for it to be picked up by the mics and that, he could have, he could have, he could have said something to just be like, all right, let's that that that's too far. Keep it moving. Um, but yeah, I I I am from I am of the disposition of like, yo, like he's he's had it, he's had it, he's he's had it. Cause there was 50 cent. <laughs> when, and you said that starts with 50 cent <laughs> never ends well. <laughs> when <laughs> When, when the whole entanglement thing started, yeah, 50 Cent had a post up on his on his Instagram and the caption was just, damn, Will, what did I do? <laughs> and the picture was just a DM conversation. I don't know if it was real, but he was like, damn, Will, she didn't have to do you like that. Just air out your business like that on TV. <laughs> so he's like, damn, no, 50 Cent I started off with, um, are you all right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just going through it. And then he was like, damn, but why does she have to air out your business like that, though? And <laughs> we also just, he's just one with a few. And he was like, damn, but what did I do? I wasn't the one talking about people blowing out her back. <laughs> you know, that. I don't know if that was an actual DM. No one 50 said. I don't think it was. No one 50 said, yeah. It, he's trolling. Even if it was or it wasn't, the trolling is real. And it's like, fam, your whole relationship has become a topic of conversation. Your whole marriage has become a topic of conversation. Not because of anything that you've done personally. For the most because part. your missus sexed a guy that is your, your son's age who came over because he was going through something and then now she took advantage of him. But who also claims that you agree to it? I mean, fam, 
let's let's like which boy, even in school, would not be happy to claim that he has sex with his teacher. Because of the teacher. <laughs> bro, bro, in secondary school, no. Yes. No. I don't th- I don't think, bro. It does depend on the teacher. <laughs> you get some Mrs. Doubtfire looking teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, there's there's gradations in that. But there's even even if it's like the worst teacher, to boast like I have had a teacher at this age or whatever, there's even like whatever, whatever. But there's still this notion of I've bagged a teacher, have you? From August's perspective, bro, I don't fault him. I don't fault him. Obviously, from like a law perspective, from a teacher and a student, that's sexual, that's sexual abuse, that's paedophilia. And so from, from like a societal perspective, we recognise the age difference, we recognise being taken advantage of, we recognise the, um, the mental, uh, emotional instability and blah, blah, blah. She becoming a safe haven and two twos open up the legs and them things there. We recognise that. But from a male perspective, it's almost like, yo, I, I bagged an older woman. It's Jada, like, and it's Jada, <laughs> and so e- even if, even if it was a case of she lured him or whatever, this and that, he, I reckon, he would still rock that as a badge of honor. This is why male rape, rape, rape isn't taken seriously, <laughs> bro. Carl, we we don't see it like the way that the way that sexual intercourse is is um, portrayed and says, oh, that I have interacted with is any unless <laughs> unless she is clapped. Yeah, anything is a win. It's a conquest. And if do, you do you guys Jada, think do you guys think Will wasn't um, complicit in that in that whole entanglement? I don't think so. Not in the way it came out. Not in the way it came out. But whilst it was going on, so I think he didn't. Even if he was complicit whilst it was going on, the way it came out mm. peak. Oh no no no! There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt and about so, that, e- fam, even, even if he was complacent, he would be kicking himself the way it came out. Mm, yeah. I fully think he was complicit. I fully think they want to do some Roman mistress. We, we have mistresses and my, what, what's a boy mistress? Boy mistress. Um, I, I fully think that's what they, they're on. Um, but yeah, the way it came out was, was kind of peak. And then yeah. for it to carry on, you know, Jada went on to say, oh, yeah, she Will doesn't satisfy her sexually. <laughs> Bro. You know, when I think of them, I think of Hosea and Goma. Stress. No, no, no. He's Hosea in the sense that all the problems in his marriage are being oh, caused by his wife. <laughs> And that's not to say that Will Smith has been perfect. He hasn't had his, his entanglements himself. But there's a way you have entanglement. If you're going to have entanglement, it's like guys are more willing to not dump their girlfriend if they've cheated, if, if, if no one else knows about it. Wait, say that again? Guys are, guys are, guys more, are more, more likely to, are more likely to stay with their missus if their missus cheats, if no one else knows about it. I don't know about that. I'd say explicitly, I get it in in that mm. you know there's a pride element and stuff yeah. like that. I get that. I, I don't know if I'd say that with authority, but okay. 
is in in my in my case, no, no, no. But me knowing is the only thing that matters, really, bro. Fam, I see. I'll be like, oh, swear down. Uh, your keys are there. Keep it moving. Like, but yeah, I, I do get. I do get. As soon as it starts to become common knowledge, that's when you start looking at things a bit differently. Because man, am I looking at you differently now? Yes, Will Smith. It's not even like this is, this is someone like like Fifty Cent. You know, Will Smith is. It's like the nice guy of the industry. He's a he's a happy go lucky. Yeah. He's a fresh prince. Fake. He's not fake. Nah, but do you know what? Yeah, Chris Chris Rock. This this is. I feel like this is right up history. In that, have you seen when he was running jokes um, with Eminem and R. Kelly? No. So there was another award show. This is back in the day. And he was just like, uh, he was talking about rap beefs. And then he was like, 50 Cent's got beef with Ja Rule. So in the seating plan, they had to put 50 Cent over there, Ja Rule over there. Then he started mentioning other people's stuff. And it's like, but no one wants anything to do with Eminem. Not even me. Because too many things rhymes with rock. And he's like, <laughs> he's sitting there. No one wants it. So obviously Eminem is like laughing and clapping his hands and stuff. And then he's like, and even with the seating plans, We've got the, there was like two twin white girls, Austin twins oh, or something. Oh, Joe like and Austin twins. Yes. Um, he was like, we've got them over there. So we've got to say, R. Kelly, way in the rafters over there. And this was like <laughs> way before his court cases and stuff here. And so his jokes have been risky from day. <laughs> his jokes have been risky from day. And I'm like... R. Kelly could have really taken him to town for that. Nah, because not, he was guilty. <laughs> no, no, he was guilty. Not, not, not from a physical perspective, but from a lawsuit perspective. No, because he was guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But then parts, he was still, it, it was an insinuation in such a public space. But or I say that to say, like, this isn't new for Chris Rock. But, but so, so then let me ask you this. Was the joke that bad that it warranted that action? Because no, the, I think it was. No. I don't let, let's it was. say, worst case scenario, he did know it was alopecia. Because some people are saying he probably didn't. But let's say he did. I don't is think it, it still, was. Mm. I don't think it was. What I think happened is, again, this is the show that brought the camels back. Mm. I think it's been a, it's been a bit, there's been a buildup. And I don't know if he has been trying to nip things in the bud quietly with other people. Okay. If that makes sense. So if, if the 50 cent thing was true, even if it wasn't, there might have been a conversation there afterwards. Yeah. Like, and obviously man, them were running jokes with this. Like yeah. August, <laughs> I still can't believe that this guy made a track. Yeah, awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Like I bet I bet if uh, I bet, <laughs> um, if Will pisses off any of his kids, just hears it blaring for them. Picture <laughs> that. And this this is wild. Like, how how as a parent, how can you be sexing your son's brethren whilst he's living in your yard? Dealing with mental health issues. Dealing with mental health issues, knowing that your son is clocking what's going on. 
and that's my bro, bro. I don't care if you've got mental health issues, you're going to be homeless. Is this your king? <laughs> Black community, is this your king? Fam, is this your, you're going to be homeless. Goals, couple goals. I'm kicking you out. It, it might not be my yard. I'm kicking you out. Uh, maybe a final question before we round up. Um, so how would you as a husband deal with um, someone making fun of your wife in public and you could see that she was uncomfortable with it? If, if I had a platform like Bill Smith's, um, I mean, he didn't, maybe he didn't know he was going to win. I always imagine they kind of know that they're winning or not. But even if he does, even if he didn't, Will Smith now being the YouTube star, he made a he made a public declaration or whatever. I'll make a public declaration back. Or I'm sure he can speak to Chris Rock if he wants to. If he wants to, I'm sure he can get in touch with Chris Rock. Uh, them guys in Hollywood, them guys know each other. I'm sure if Will Smith wanted to talk to Chris Rock, he could and get Chris Rock to do a public apology or make a public announcement that he addressed Chris Rock on it My, verbally. Is what I'll say verbally. If there's a verbal mm. assault, then there's verbal in reaction. Would it be in that moment or would it be after the fact? I mean, in that moment. So, you know, it, it'll be hard. It'll be hard to do it in that moment because, well, I mean, we heard him nah. saying, keep my wife. So you can shout nah. it back out. I don't, think, I, don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be hard to do it in that moment. You know, if, if, you've, if, you've got the, if you've got the conviction to get up out of your seat, mm. to walk over, to slap him, yeah. Then I, I would have used that same conviction to walk up and be like, stop talking about my wife like that. But, but uh, even then, it's like, I don't think that warrants that response, even. Like, you made a joke about her having a shaved head, but she's got alopecia. Maybe I pull you aside to tell you about it. Maybe I pull you aside to go, no. like, so my, my thing is, if you make, so it, 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 there's a difference if, Someone is sitting in my house mm. and makes a joke. Not even my house, because that's too close for comfort. We're sitting in the park and someone makes a joke. I'm addressing it there. If we're sitting, if we're in an award, if we're somewhere public and someone makes a joke and I feel so strongly about it, I will address it as publicly as you made the joke. Mm. But then that's what I'm saying is you'd need to have a microphone. And that's why I was going to say, we heard him say, keep yeah. my wife so we heard him so obviously it was within yeah. you know shouting distance then yeah maybe you can just shout it out there uh, would i yeah. would i do that i i don't think i would i i would i would want to take that offline i uh, would take that offline, yeah but I, I i wouldn't personally just, I, I think wouldn't. just out of respect of we we're where you're at we're peers you know we're peers yeah. at a certain point there, there's more to this because now what is this is this the black response because what's nah, supposed yeah. to be the black guy is this the black response? Nah, do, do you know I I would push back on that slightly, um, again because so um, when Lecrae was on a on a show and um, the guy mentioned white people have struggling to to stomach the word um, white privilege but maybe we can call it white blessing instead Lecrae apparently had a conversation with the guy offline around it 
the general consensus, and I agree with it, was that wasn't the space to have the conversation. Yeah, but then that was a debate. Or not, not a debate, but that was a discussion. That was a like, discussion. We're, that... in, we're already in a state where we have an equal voice. You say something, I can And there is a back and it. forth. Yeah. There is that and there wasn't any hostility. No. Or, or like potential hostility. And, and the, the reason I bring that, that up specifically is that I feel the platform in which the thing was was made should be the platform in which it's addressed to then be a message for the rest of the people within fair that enough. platform. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair and enough. Yeah, it's, Keep my yeah. wife's name out of your effing mouth is not the response. I don't. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Allow I, it. Yeah. Stop it. That's not funny. I, I, think, I think that he's had enough with the Jay of the Jokes. Yeah. Now and tell your wife to shut up. Not- <laughs> And um, I also think that it's, it's important to take your wife into consideration because maybe she 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 won't want the attention of you trying to defend her honor like that. Oh, this is great for the next season of Red Table Talk. Uh, <laughs> exactly what she wanted. Yeah, well, like think of, of, of like someone like Anita. She wouldn't want you doing. Oh no, she wouldn't. No, 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 she wouldn't. Yeah, that's yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, um, yeah. um, Jamila Eva. Um, Andrew will probably be on stage before, um, before I get on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one holding her back. Um, <laughs> do you know, I, I think, so Gems had actually asked me this question and we were talking about it and Gems was like, G- Gems recognises that like in terms of temperament and stuff, yeah, uh, I, might, I might follow in Will's footsteps. Uh, I don't know. And she's well, would she like, she appreciate that though? Would she appreciate she'll, that? I don't know if she'll appreciate it, but I think she'll recognize that that's part and parcel of who I am. Um I, I don't I don't know if I would go to that extent. Um I don't I don't think I'd go to that extent because at the back of my mind I'd be thinking about a lawsuit. <laughs> And, and at the back of my thing. mind, I'd be thinking about a lawsuit. That's the other thing, because people are going to say, oh, there's, and, and this is a big thing that was going around, oh, there's consequences to actions. Yeah, yeah that's fine. It's your God-given right to laugh and then change your mind, walk up, slap him, go sit down, say whatever you say. But then if I was Chris Rock, man, if I was Chris Rock, being as sharp as Chris Rock is, I mean, oh. he was obviously like, <laughs> he was this complicated. I'd like, be entangled in your money. He, just he did like, well to, uh, he, to he continue. Did well. He did well. He was just like, oh, Will Smith just uh just slapped the S out of me. Um, but if I ask Chris Rock, I'm suing Oscars for compromising his safety. I'm suing Will Smith for physical assault. I'm suing everyone. <laughs> Apparently, that joke was scripted, so I'll be suing the person oh, that, who wrote the joke. Right. Who scripted it? And and I don't know. No, because there's always writers. No, there's always writers yeah. that help. But you get a comedian because they've got timing and they will add their own flair, whether it was his or whether it was the writers, whatever. But um, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, I, you know, they'll be reading off of a, a teleprompter. As well. Teleprompter, yeah. So there'd be a number of people that have seen that. But yeah, if 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 because Chris Rock could have got petty, like get security in, hold him back. Because again, that's why I think it's a bully. I don't think Will Smith would have done that if. It was the rock that made that joke. Or if it was, if it was um, 50 cent. 
50 cent even 50 cent uh, looking a bit more chubby but even if it's 50 even 50 denzel if, if it was denzel he would have just sat there you know or, or even someone like joe rogan who knows a bit of martial arts <laughs> you know? i don't think just he does that and, and that's why code. i think it's that's why i think it's it's a bit bully tactics it's mm. a bit misplaced anger it's a bit disproportionate, disproportionate opportunistic. Response, opportunistic but if i was chris rock get security down i'm taking five minutes roast roast will smith roast him out like oh i wish this was in august oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know so yeah but, like, anyway. i think i think that's that's what that's what would be going through the back of my head the lawsuit um and that i think that would be the main thing that kind of tapers my response um so there's consequences to those consequences yeah as well so that 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 would be the one thing that tapers my response. I don't think Chris Rock is the one to, is is one to. Um, yeah, the the police report said that he's denied declined the foul charges. And he, like, there's been a lot of um, just talks around race and stuff. Where it's like, um, would he have slapped a white person? Would a white person respond like this? Blah blah blah. If he had slapped a white person, fam, he might as well sell his house. He might as well pawn his ring. He he might as well sell the rights to the new Bel Air stuff. He's he's losing all of his money. Even the way they reported it on the news, because today they said that it was um he had he had, he had an altercation yeah. with Chris Rock. <laughs> if, if it was white person, Will Smith viciously attacked. <laughs> he assaulted a vicious attack. Yeah. He Roots. was relentless. Yeah. yeah. Over yeah. what was not really that much of a joke. Like of, of, it was in person It was rabbit It wasn't that great a joke It was whatever It was just It was just It was just a bit much Of an overcorrection I'm glad they're going to be Making the content out of this for This is it uh, This is, is it. about to come what, what are you defending? What, what are you protecting her from? What, what, what her honour? Which honour? And she'll probably come and say You know um, I know he had the best intentions But I didn't appreciate The way he handled it You know <laughs> <laughs> Just on not Ah, <sighs> um, but also, um, I do think it should be said in, in, in all seriousness. Like, I was thinking about, I was thinking about it a bit, and um, I don't know much about alopecia and stuff, but maybe that was something that was triggering to her, and, and you felt he needed to, to step up. Because, mm. um, yeah, this is gonna sound deep, but no one cares about her, man. This is the thing because it's her, <laughs> because it's her. I find it so hard to not. But here's 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 yeah. the challenging thing as well, yeah. And it, it's in terms of like grace and all of them things there. Um, but there is such a brazenness to what she like her whole approach, and there isn't even like a sense of remorse because you said to the man to his face. You slept with a dude that was sleeping in your, that was living in your house whilst you were still there. And there was not a sense of remorse. The, the, the thing that I think is the worst about the Smith family is that they present as though they are progressive and good enough for people to be looking to them for inspiration. And for me, that's fine if you're just secular, but they mix God in that nonsense so much. That's where it gets me annoyed. With even Will going up and saying God calls on you to protect. The, what, what are you protecting? 
there's an altar in your house bathed in blood red that she sells your dirty clothes on and you're talking about protecting what you know he is getting very poetic right the, the way the way willow will come on there talk about her sexual escapades jason smith's on here doing his own thing it's like you guys aren't representative of a christian family you're not representative of someone with any sort of moral standards like you're just you're will smith will smith has done some good stuff he's a good actor you know had some really nice music represented something special i thought but outside of that you guys are just a rich black family and i don't think anyone should be looking to you for anything so that's why i i get a bit i think that i think they're i think they're danger to the community really <laughs> he is not on it. That's a danger to the community. <laughs> he is not on it. All right, let's round up. Let's round up. Will Smith get the worst. <laughs> he says no. he divorced. He divorced the one he was with to be with Jada. I don't condone the um, but for his own peace and sanity, he should divorce. <laughs> he should divorce Jada. Jada technically is just a, a black Kim Kardashian. Nah, no. Okay, okay. That's that might be a bit. That might be stretching a bit. Yeah. But they both sell everything. He he <laughs> doesn't do. He tries to be a bit reserved. Who? Will Smith. I'm, no, I said Jada. Oh, Jada. Yeah, Jada is one harlot, bro. But <laughs> she's she's yeah. Just the way she talks. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's round up. Let's round up. Hookups. <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll go I'll, first. I right, go go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna hook up. Um, this is Will Smith. <laughs> so public playlist on Spotify. That's my hookup for the week. The essential tracks of Will Smith: forty songs, two hours and four, twenty-four. Boycott it! Boycott it! I'm editing this out. It starts with "Get Jiggy with It." Na 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 na. Oh, I was I was actually. <laughs> Hey, I was actually going to hook up um, August August August. <laughs> Look, I might I might hook it up to a link to that instead. <laughs> I was going to hook up August, but I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to add to his, his, his streaming. Not that I think anyone's going to start listening because because of me. But yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna potentially add to his streams. So yeah, Banda, check out Will Smith instead. Oh, and check out check out the Karate Kid. He was wax on, wax off, all over Chris Ross' face. But, um, I, I want to give some sort of takeaway. I can't find any. Uh, but yeah, anyway, my my hookup will be something a little bit lighthearted. Um, Space Force, uh, which is Steve Carell's um, Netflix show. Uh, it's, it's it's fairly funny. I think it, it's not it's not The Office. But it is it's nice, um, nice, easy watch, I think. And season two is out. So check out Space Force on uh on Netflix. Cool. I'm gonna hook up two Netflix shows because they're kind of similar in, in their thing. Um, is it cake? Oh, that that looks interesting. And 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 baking the possible. Yeah. So okay. so so is it cake is a game show where these cake designers come and they make different things out of cake and they try mm. and fool, 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 fool the judges to see whether they can guess mm. which one is the, the cake and which one is not. Mm. It's really, uh, it's really fun. The, 
And the presenter is a bit annoying, but he's also really talented. But the talent, yeah, the talent it's is amazing. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the second show, um, Bacon Impossibility. No, Bacon Impossible. You might actually like this one a lot, Peter. Um, I, I have seen it. I've seen it. I need to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. this one's another baking show where they get a baker and the engineer and yeah. an engineer together. There's like seven teams, and they have to do like these baking feats. So I watched yeah. the first episode yesterday, and they have to create. A sailboat out of cake mm. um, that sailed across like a little body of water. Yeah. And still tasted good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they did a bridge that had to hold a certain weight. Um, they did a skyscraper that had to um, endure like a, a certain amount of um, vibrations yeah. on a table, okay. simulating an earthquake and that stuff. It's really good. It's really good. Um, people really talented out there. Yeah. And a combination of just. The bacon skill and the engineering, the, the thought behind it is really good. It's a good yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do, do you guys have any sort of, any anything good for someone to take away from this whole Smith entanglement? Marriage will be hard at times. <laughs> so make sure. Marry the right person. Yeah. No, but no, but no, but even if you married the the right person, marriage will still be hard. So, yeah. So brace yourself for those hard mm. times. Defend your wife the right way. <laughs> Find a wife worth defending. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Find a wife worth defending, and hope she finds it. She finds you equally worth defending as well. Would you like for facts? Would you want your wife defending you like that? I wouldn't want to put her in a position where she'd need to. But like a girl tried to talk trash about you on stage and then she and you just clap. Nah. 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 I wouldn't. You wouldn't nah. get it. I wouldn't. Nah. You wouldn't want Jared to just nah. She, she probably wouldn't without me wanting to anyway. But, <laughs> nah, but I wouldn't want, I want her to get in trouble. For, for 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 something that in the old, in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter that much. Exactly, mm. it's just it's words, mm. man. It's words. Who cares? Who cares? But yeah, I've been in the background. Yeah, you know. Cool. All right, let's round up. Um, yes, sir. Shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. Twitter at the Fed is UK. Instagram TVS Fed. <laughs> You're right. Andrew, we with the background. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the backlash button. What's going on? Andrew's been done with the corner, bro. Oh, let, let me do it again. Let me do it again. Shout out to Ruth for intro outro music. Kevin Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. Fans on Twitter at the French UK. Instagram TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the black black furnace with the push of me on all good podcasts, the websites, and apps. Stop looking at this. This for this for my- <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I can't, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yeah, this is the black furnace signing out. Blow. <laughs>